0: Good morning and welcome back to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always nice to have you with us. This is, of course, our, our half an hour that we talk to professionals in and around the area about issues that are important to you and their businesses as well. Today, we have Dr. Jason Gouliou in the uh, station today talking about your health. Jason, how you doing? Nice to see you again. I'm
1: doing great. How are you? Yeah. yeah.
0: You know what? I always uh, welcome you into the show and then talk about your butler office. <laughs> and and I know you have more than one location, so I want to venture down into another area
1: you have another location in new Wilmington, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's actually like, you know, coming online here in a few weeks. So, um, <laughs> it, I didn't really plan on expanding at this point so soon simply because like, you know, it's a, I'm real busy, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. really busy. Yeah. And it's a, large endeavor to like open something like a new business or like, you know, any additional offices, but basically it's been in the back of my head for, you know, probably about five years that I want to do this eventually because like, I've got two girls, like my daughters who um, are pretty gung-ho about like joining the practice. And, you know, in this past summer, um, my oldest daughter, Ella, ended up working at the office and just she did really well. And was it was, you know, I thought she'd be good because she's a nice kid, but like the kid excelled. She did so great. And so she's super excited, um, you know, and she can technically be practicing partially, you know, within probably a four-year period as we get her education set. So um, I was thinking that like, okay, I should probably start considering this. So I was – picking up furniture from one of my Amish patients and I treated, I have a very large following of Amish um, and they don't hear me on things like this cause they don't use any of this right, stuff. But yeah. Like it's just started like with one kid, I got better like seven, eight years ago or something. I can't even remember about that time. And um, I just kind of expanded and I, I actually took, I actually was seeing some new people yesterday And they said, we saw you in, um, one of our Amish papers. So somebody put me in there. I don't even know like who it was, but basically like, and it's actually kind of like, we can talk about like what they show talked about in that, in that paper. But, um, so (laughs) the kids and I and my dad were actually driving to get a piece of furniture from one of my Amish patients and drove through town and I have a, you know, pretty good following of patients from up there. And I, you know, always kind of thought that that would be a good first or a good step and came across a place for rent and, uh, kind of like kept it in the back of my head, went home, did a little, you know, searching on the internet as we all do. And, uh, so I emailed the agent and the guy emailed me back like in like two minutes. I mean, I'm not even joking. It came right back on my inbox. And so... Um, we started emailing back and forth a bit and I like, I wasn't at all committed to anything. I was kind of like, you know, I'm going to get a feel for this, see what's going on. And then Zari and I, my youngest drove up to see it and then, you know, forgot about it Not forgot, but let it go. And then back and forth. And we, I bet you I went to see it about a dozen times and, and as it got serious, I started to kind of go into like. Why well, better look at other places? Just other other, you know, what locations. The options? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. if I'm gonna do this, like what am I looking at? Mm-hmm. Like other structures and the funny thing is, everybody I talked to was like they wanted I mean, I don't know if it's just like the fact that like COVID changed the landscape of rentals or whatever it was, but this was like everybody wanted us. It was just kind of funny. I was like, wow, I've never felt so popular in my life, you know? (laughs) And so, I mean, you know, it just, I mean, obviously it was like sales and stuff, but it just kind of was funny. So this went on for probably six months. I'm not even kidding. And I was like, you know, thinking and praying about it. And, you know, and again, like I said, busy at the office and where would I find time and going through all this stuff. And, but, Ella and I went up in very early June and met the landlord and there's a farmer's market actually behind that space downtown in the summer, which is really nice, actually. Like if you, anybody's ever out and about, that's a nice little farmer's market. They've got a lot of great stuff. They actually have one of my like really favorite places to get uh, grass fed beef is called Burns Angus Farm. They're up in New Wilmington. They have a little stand there. So yeah, it's, it's really nice. So we were sitting there, we met him and we talked and we were sitting there eating some breakfast and she's like, dad, I like him. And I said, yeah, I hear you kid. I do too. She said, we should do this. We should do this dad. So that was kind of it. And so basically like, you know, (laughs) been working to get equipment and everything. So primarily it's going to be hyperbaric chambers, infrared sauna, and then like supplements and things like that when I'm not there. And then when I'm there, it'll be full service. You know, I just haven't kind of like pinpointed exactly what I'll do as far as my timing. You know, like the office will be open up there like five days a week with someone who will staff it. And that's all kind of established and everything. Um, You know, and I'll do a like, like I said, I think it's like very early December is my goal for a soft opening. So basically like, you know, the phone can start ringing and like it's going to be put, you know, established and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean, I, I kind of looked at it as like, I'm not going to make this stressful. Like, I'm just going to like, let it flow and let it happen. And I just kind of, um, it just did, you know, I mean, even equipment I have, I should actually talk about this. Cause I don't think I've, you know, talked about this, but I always like, you know, do a lot of research and like, you know, look for more effective ways to treat patients. And so I came across this table, um, oh man, back in maybe July, uh, January of like this, this current year and it's called a Manuthera 242. And okay. Say that yeah, one again. <laughs> Manuthera 242. All it's right. From, it's from, uh, Finland. And so I was looking at this technique video kind of putzing around one day when I was doing charts. And I saw this table that looked I've never seen before. looked really, really cool. and I was like, "That's intriguing. Like that was really interesting. So I the guy said he got him from Germany. and I was like, okay. So um, I looked and I saw the manufacturer called Logier, Loger LOJER, and I emailed them. And so they emailed me back and said, hey, we're um, going to be sending our first 50 to the States sometime in the summer, which was, you know, this past summer. So I'm like, all right, keep me on the list. So they hooked me up with the local distributor. Well, not local, but like in New York, you know, yeah, like yeah. Our, our areas. It's yeah. the company called Scrapesco. Regional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bought something from them before. So I had a relationship. And um, so he emailed me and, you know, we're talking back and forth. And I kind of like kind of forgot about it a little bit just because like, you know, like life goes. And so I got an email, like maybe sometime at the end of June, early July, I don't remember when it was. And he's like, Hey, Dr. J, those tables are in. And I still wasn't kind of sold on it. I'm like, I don't know. Like I have it. I'm fine with equipment. And, you know, so kind of like went back and forth and like, you know, looked at more um, technique videos with it. But so I decided to go ahead and buy it. And, it's really like people love this thing. So it actually has all planes of motion. You can like break the table, so to speak, and it can like do flexion extension. It can do lateral flexion. It can do rotation in the lumbar spine and the pelvis. The, thoracic piece does the same thing. The cervical piece does the same thing. It raises and lowers like you can tip and tilt. I mean, it's got two motors on it, like two hydraulic pieces. Engineering is unbelievable. So I started using that probably in August, I think maybe early August, cause it was hot when it was delivered. Um, you know, and when you're changing anything, you get a little like nervous because you've done, well with something for a long time, but I figured I can incorporate it in my technique and like every new patient who's been with me for a long time who goes on that thing loves it. So anyway, long story short, it's really cool. If, if, if people are really bored, just look it up. Manuthera 242, M-A-N-U-T-H-E-R-A 242. But so I wasn't going to put one up in New Wilmington because, you know, they're a little spendy, you know, there's a little, there's a little extra cost of those things. So I was just going to, you know, use my older tables. And then when I kind of got established and moved or get, got things rolling, then I would say, okay, we'll add this piece, add this piece, whatever. And so I get an email from the guy and he's like, hey, Dr. J, um, you know, one of these um, doctors who bought one of the tables um, really wasn't a fan because of the motion and movement. in it. And I was like, okay, he's like, so I can, you know, give you a discount on it. So I'm like, all right. So I got like a huge discount on the, like a table that's slightly used. So I'm going to put one there. So I'm waiting for that delivery, you know, like I'm waiting for a decompression table to be delivered, which is like soon, you know, so in a couple, like in a couple of weeks, um, rest of the furniture is still coming through, you know? So, and that's one thing I'll say this time around. I didn't have pressure to worry about to do it. Like even when I moved from my last one across the street, like that was like a lot of pressure because I had to like have that moved. Um, That was three years ago and getting stuff now is hard. (laughs) Like Mm, really, really hard, you know, like, um, so, I mean, it's not impossible. It just takes a lot longer. So basically like that's kind of what's been the delay on it. But um, so, Bottom line is I will send out, you know, phone numbers and things like that. And it'll be updated on the website pretty soon. So if anybody's in that area closer to like the Newcastle area and stuff like that, that would be a place where they could see us if they didn't want to drive over to Butler. That's kind of like the goal of it. The goal is to like be able to have people who, and I have a lot of people that drive from those areas to like. Give them a little easier way to see us, you know? So, um, and what I'll do is I'll work the hours around it and figure it out. That's just let's I'll will I'll figure it out. That's <laughs> everyone's like, what are you gonna do? Split yourself? And I'm like, no. Like, I'm not afraid of hard work, I'll figure it out. So um the address is 129 D South Market Street. Um, I do have a phone number, but <laughs> I don't exactly remember it. I think I have like in kind of in my memory, but like I have a phone number. Um, I didn't even get the signage on the building yet because since I wasn't there, the guy's like, you want to put it up? I'm like, not yet. I don't want to have like a bunch of like, you know, phone calls or anything asking when things are going to be happening, but it we're talking within the next few weeks. And if anybody, like I said, knows that knows that area, it's a nice little downtown. Um, Westminster's there. Um, you know, you can actually hear like football games when you're up there on a Saturday. Like you can hear them in the background, which is kind of cool. So yeah, I, I'm excited. And like, um, I think it'll be good because, um, the hyperbaric chamber at my office is basically like full almost all the time. Like it's very busy. So I'm actually going to put two there and, um, they're going to be a little larger than the one I have for the claustrophobic people. So like I can even send people to that location for the dives if they have claustroph if they're claustrophobic because that's something that does keep people like out of the chamber, I suppose mm-hmm. they're a little like nervous about the space and you know, and I get it. I'm not being critical. I mean, I guess, um, you know, part of it is if you can actually lay in the thing and go in it. And, and I mean, uh, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of small spaces, but I can do that. So like, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me very much, but that being said, those two chambers up there, and they will be probably a third there at some point. Um, Cause that's going to be the primary. We're going to roll that through um, that they'll be larger. So if anybody like is concerned about the size of it or the, like the, the squeezing down the tightness of it, they're going to be two larger chambers. So that'll be online early December, you know, mid-December, like, you know, and I'm, again, I, with the holidays coming up, I just figured it'd just be soft opening and kind of like let that kind of like flow a little bit and then kind of new year, kick it kind of hard into gear. So, but what I do want to talk about that relates to this, because I've not talked about it probably ever, um, simply because it's actually kind of hard to describe on air, um, actually most impossible, but <laughs> I'm going to try. So that, I mentioned that Amish crew that came down the other day and that I was, you know, advertised in one of their little newspaper things. Um, So they specifically came to the office for the cranial work and um, a technique that's ancillary or part of it called nasal release technique. And actually, like, if you look it up, Nasal release, endonasal, craniofacial, nasal-cranial, bilateral nasal-specific technique, functional cranial release. I mean, neurocranial restructuring, nasal-specific, nasal-specific technique. Um, They're just a whole bunch of names for the kind of the same kind of technique. And this was created, well, I don't know, created. I guess it was refined by a guy named Dr. Strober in Portland in the naturopathic college out there. Okay. And so it involves the insertion of a small balloon called a finger cot into the sinuses via the nose, via the nasal passage. So basically in your nose and you go in between what are called turbinates. Now, No one knows what sinuses look like and you should because like they get all clogged up all the time. Right. I mean, my, my goodness, like everybody's got that sinus thing right now, you Mm -hmm, know? Yes. Yeah. So it's just like, nobody knows what they look like, but again, just look up sinuses or turbine, you know, sinus turbinates and you'll see what they look like. So, you know, what you're doing when you insert that finger cot you slide it in between what are called the turbinates. So you have the middle, or I'm sorry, the inferior, the middle and the superior, and you inflate that balloon based on the neurological check and it expands in your sinuses and actually like adjust your cranial system from the inside. It sounds really odd and like um, it's kind of hard to explain. It doesn't hurt. like at all. As a matter of fact, it kind of tickles or feels funny, and you know I'm not going to recommend you stick stuff up your nose unless you're a pro doing it, right? Don't for, don't don't like get me wrong. It's not some place you want to just randomly stick stuff. But you know I'm good at it and I know what I'm doing with yeah, it. You right. know what I mean? And I'm trained yeah. and it's all sanitary. But you have like the end of a blood pressure cuff thing, you know, like the bulb, and you inflate and it's like a second inflate and let it out Inflate, let it out, mm-hmm. you know? And so you run your neuro checks on a patient. And typically these are going to be people that have had concussive force to their face or head. Okay. Like one, the other day was a kid that had his head smashed between concrete and like this metal grate that came down on the kid's head. Okay. Like literally like pancaked it. And, he's now having a whole bunch of learning issues and like just stuff like that. So evaluated and he was like a prime candidate for it. And he did really well. I was a little, I was a little, you know, a little worried because he was an Amish kid and they don't like, they don't always understand every bit of English. They don't start learning English until they're probably like in like first grade. And he was, you know, 10 ish, but like, he still didn't have the complete mastery of it. So explaining that was a little bit tricky, but we got it. So, and he did great. I got to give the kid tons of credit. So, you know, we're looking at concussions, head injuries, headaches, migraines, you know, muscle spasms, PTSD, sinus issues, snoring, ringing in the ears, TBIs, you know, TMJ issues, you name it. Now, just like anything else you do or I do, I bring a protocol together. So in NRT, I will add cranial work primarily, On you know, the other cranial work I do, um, the class four laser. So it's kind of a combination level of care. But I will say when I do that, I don't do a whole bunch of other stuff chiropractically to the patient that day, you know, like I kind of like let that's kind of set because it's, it's a very powerful therapy. I mean, really, really powerful, like very, very big changes can occur from it. Um, I mean, you can take somebody with like, you know, an old broken nose and treat them like eight or 10 times and see the changes in the face. I mean, it's, it's really wild to see it, you know, but like I said, it seems kind of odd. I will admit that that's how it's treated, but you know, we let dentists stick their hands in our mouths all the time, you know (laughs) I mean? Like Mm -hmm. things like that. So it's just a matter of, I think shifting perspective and there's a bunch of videos online and everything else like that. So if you looked up nasal release, um, but not a lot of people do it. I mean, and like I said, it's just something I've not talked about simply because of just, it's hard to kind of explain. And I just, it, it kind of flowed with what we're talking about it, today. Well,
0: let me ask you, when you say that there's kind of a balloon that goes up there and expands, it is the session where the balloon stays up there or do you take the balloon out? And, no, you take it out. To, okay.
1: Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You don't leave it basically. Like it's like a second. Okay. So you, you, sl- you slide it and you, you sanitize it and you lubricate it mm-hmm. and you guide it into the passage. And then I hold the nose and pump and then let it out. And then I'll pull it right out. Okay. And then I'll go to the next turbinate. So, like you go the inferior, the middle, the superior, and then you do the inferior again, typically. Okay. Now, again, that's based on the neurological evaluation. And as you progress, um, it gets a lot easier for the patient to like handle it, so to speak. They're used to it, they understand it, and they're also like not afraid because they know what's not gonna hurt, you know right. it again, it it's kind of an odd sensation because at some place you're not typically having something like it, you know, inserted, so to speak, but um, it does not hurt it it
0: I guess I'm just trying to equate with what we typically would understand. So I, I think of chiropractic care, where if you're adjusting a spine, it, it, you're putting something back into alignment. <clears throat> is that comparable? Like, so you're so what you're, you're putting you're, something back
1: in alignment, yeah, but in you're, the nose? Well, you're, you're accessing the cranial bones. So if you look at the anatomy of it, and again, that's why like, you know, radio is tough on this. If you look at the anatomy, um, that affects the sphenoid, the frontal, the parietal, the temporal, you name it. And so the mandible, like the nasal bones, like, you know, just every primary cranial bone you could think of, it it really affects what's called the sphenobasilar junction, which is the junction where the sphenoid bone, um, which is our temple, okay? And it's kind of way inside. So, like, if you kind of put your hands go to your eyes and go back, that's the sphenoid. and that makes up a big chunk of your orbit, you know, where your eye is. And that bone's primarily affected in misalignment. So like if you get a hit to the head, it's it's called the butterfly bone and it has a lot of motion and movement to it. It joins up with the occiput like right where the frame and magnum, which is where the, spinal cord leaves the brain or the drops down, it's very, very important. So it's important for that to move, I guess, you know, what I should say to kind of like, that should have started with is the bones of your head do move. That's been proven and validated, like, time and time again, it was thought they didn't, but they do. And the suture joints, they're not feud suture joints, like they are sutures they're stuck together they look like little like you know almost like tectonic plates but there's nerves there's blood vessels and they do move and so what you're affecting is what's called the primary respiratory mechanism that's the pumping of the csf supersonal fluid and it works on like a three second cycle so it's kind of like opens one two three close one two three and it's been measured by radio antennas and stuff like that on like, you know, humans and, you know, primates and everything. But it was actually first really discovered the motion of it by the guy named John Upledger who was a surgeon and they were doing some brain spinal surgery at one time. And he was told to get his little forceps there, you know, and pinch the dura, which is the covering of the spinal cord and noticed it was moving. And it wasn't going with the beat of the heart or respiration because it was all monitored. So he's like, what's this going on here? And no one ever talked about it because no one cared why it moved. And so it was moving because it was pumping. It's like a hydraulic motion. It's a hydraulic pump. You know, if you think about it, it wouldn't make sense that like the skull wouldn't have motion. If it wasn't, it'd be one bone, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's a 22 bones, you know, it would be like one block, but it's not because when we're little, we got to grow. Right. And like, we have to expand and that brain has to grow, but it's almost like the gills of a fish, they have to move. And so we can affect that motion, you know? And I mean, I've done this so long that like, you know, I've had my hands on so many heads, like thousands and thousands of heads. I can feel where head injuries were, or hits were, stuff like that. I can, I could probably tell somebody, you know, here's where you hit it. Here's what happened because it just, it palpates differently. It feels different just like anything else. I mean, when you get kind of like good at something, you can do it for a long time. Um, you know, you get just a, just a general feel for it. But when those cranial bones get stuck, you can have anything from headaches to attention deficit disorder to, you know, loss of smell or taste, or it affects the cranial nerves. I mean, you name it now, mind you, not all of that's caused by cranial misalignments. Don't get me wrong, but I've seen a lot of it where someone will have migraines forever, right? Cranial, do your work on it, you know, do what you need to do with the endo. Um, and they're gone, you know, and it's not some magic. It's because the cranial bones are moving. Like, you know, it'd be equivalent if you took in your car, if one of your tires wasn't spinning just as well or just wasn't moving as well as it should or when a brake gets stuck, you can still drive the car, but you can smell the brake and hear it and you know you're slowing down. This just happened to me not that long ago. (laughs) When am I locked up, you know, so like... You know, in the Explorer, it was like locked and I was like, oh man, this is a bummer. But and it was very different driving it after it was fixed, right? It's like pretty logical, but we just don't take that with our bodies, you know, and body works like, you know, the chiropractic, you know, and all the other stuff has been around for, you know, so long before it was even called chiropractic. So the incorporation now is larger because, you know, the neurology you're affecting, You know, like, you know, the science of it, you know, it's been, it's been shown and proven time and time again. So um, it's not mainstream and it won't be because it's not pharmaceutical and that's okay. But, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm busy enough to be opening a second office because like, you know, there's a need for what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and we're like low on time. Aren't yeah, we, we are. Just a
0: couple minutes left. So give us your contact information.
1: Okay. So we'll give you the Butler office, 724-586-5858. Uh, my email is drjasongolew at gmail.com, D-R-J-A-I-S-O-N-G-O-L-O-J-U-H at gmail. Don't forget the I in there. Um, the Technically, the website is drjason.com or... Uh, natural or functional natural medicine.com and all the other discussions as far as the new Wilmington space and the hours and everything will be on there like very soon. Um, you know, again, the numbers will be on, you know, when I'll be there, will be on how that's all going to work. will be up. But otherwise, um, you know, if anyone has any questions about what we talked about, especially like, you know, the technique we discussed, the nasal release, um, you know, look it up, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's a pretty cool thing to understand. And it's, and it's an option for people that have like, maybe feel like they don't have any options. That's, that's usually what I find. Honestly, like <laughs> I'm the last on the list, you know, like everyone, they tried everything else. So I'm going to give you a shot, Dr. J. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that challenge. Well,
0: when you go traditional medicine and again, nothing wrong with that, but it, I, 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 this is the first I've ever heard of it. Right. You know, so I, I and you've known me a long time. but yes, and I, I've <laughs> talked to you a long time. So I find it intriguing that that's what you brought to the table today. So but thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. Uh, again, it's Dr. Jason Gouliou, my function first uh, medicine, uh, functional You'll see my function first when you get to. the website. And of course, he just gave you all the information with his contact information. So thank you so much, Jason. Thank you. All right. And folks, thank you very much. If you do need the information again, I'm going to point you to our website, which is WISR680.com. Pick programs, drop it down to Let's Talk, and you'll find our conversation there. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with the Butler Radio Network.